Hey guys, so I woke up this morning and I felt that nip of fall in the air with this 56 degree weather and I was like, give me my jeans, give me my flannel shirt, give me my coffee. I went to Marshall's, I got myself a new Halloween spooky mug, I got some Doc Martens and I am ready. I'm just missing my flannel, honestly, and of course my coffee, but you and I can head over to lifeboostcoffee.com and fill our mugs with flavors like Midnight Blueberry Mocha, Smoky Butterscotch, and Whiskey Barrel, and warm our fingers just in time for this fall season, even though, disclaimer, next week is going to be like hot, but like I'm sure fall's right around the corner. Head on over to their website and you're going to be blown away because they don't just have coffee. They have amazing options for coffee drinkers, non-coffee drinkers. They have like a mushroom coffee. It's insane. I can't do the mushroom coffee because my tum-tum hates mushrooms, but like go do it. I'm sure your tum-tum loves them. If you're wanting to save some money with your first order, you can use our new code. Yes, babes, new code. Are you ready for this? Get a pen. Actually, don't. Open your notes app because this is 2023. What the hell are we doing? Pens? Come on. Get out of here. Our new code to save yourself 30% is unmasked. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D pod P-O-D. D is in dog. Dogs are the best. Again, that's unmasked U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D pod P-O-D. One word, save yourself 30%. Or you know what? If you have already saved yourself, give it to someone else because every time you use that code, you are supporting us and getting some energy from that coffee with it. So go get yourself a spooky mug at Marshall's, not a paid endorsement, and get yourself some life boost. And then cheers because fall is right around the corner, except for that one day next week that's going to be like 100. But don't worry about that. Let's just live here now unmasked pod to save yourself 30% at lifeboost.com. So I don't know how many of you guys know this, but I started a new job recently and it's the most physically demanding job I have ever had ever. I am constantly, constantly bending, kneeling, getting back up, taking giant tires that are half my size, you know, chest level, putting them on, using my body every day, all the time. And then of course, going to practice and beating myself up that way. Needless to say, I woke up this morning and my shoulders were done. They actually checked out. I woke up and I had no shoulders because I couldn't move them. They were gone. They checked out. Like I said, They left me a note that said, hey, we're in an abusive relationship with you and we're leaving. And I said, fair. So my goal to get them back and my body to stop hating me is to give it what it needs. And right now what it really needs is a float. So you bet your bottom dollar, Annie said that one, that I am going to go to a place to float this week and I'm going to float in a deprivation chamber where my body and my mind can get back to a calm spot. If you're wondering what the hell I'm talking about, that's okay. That's like what most people feel when I'm talking. So a deprivation chamber is basically a big pool of warm water filled with Epsom salt that you can use to have you float in it basically. And the lights are off and there's no sound. And it's literally probably the best naps 
I've ever had ever. If you are wanting to try this, you can go to a place to float and they have a website, place to float.com and sign up for a float and you can save on your first float with our code unmasked. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D to save yourself 20% on what I think you're going to experience is the most relaxing moment of your life. In a world of ordinary, it's time to unmask the extraordinary with Unmasked, the podcast. With your host, Brandon Zimmerman. Welcome to Unmasked, the podcast. I feel like everybody knows me, just about everything about me. Eye candy of the night, 100%. <laughs> And Sarah Zimmerman. I want to be on the back end of RTV and just like, kick, 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 kick. Right. Um, I saw Amanda Nunez and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her. I want to just be her. It's time to unmask your true potential. Welcome to Mask the Podcast. We are here with BSBS number 11. Hashtag never forget 11. <laughs> so random. Uh, <clears throat> we are here on this very special Labor Day. Yeah. Well, we are not laboring whatsoever. I mean, okay, we're not really laboring. I mean, we're going to like go run trails later, but that's fun. It's like fun labor. It's labor we're not getting paid for, sadly. It's our personal labor, <laughs> relaxing time. It's our, it's our labor of love for ourselves because we care about our bodies and our fitness. Sorry, I'm going to go ahead and pause you because right now I literally looked at your your fanny pack and it says... I, what I assume is the name of the company, but if I'm going to be honest, it's no name. It These are the letters. C-X-W-M-Z-Y. What is that? How is that the name of your, like, did, is the name of your company just your cat walking over the keyboard at that point? It's either that or it's like the blood code in Mortal Kombat <laughs> or something. <laughs> I don't think it is. X-Z-Y? XZY, yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, sorry. That's like, probably like somebody's initials or something. Everybody's initials that they've ever met. Maybe like maybe C-X-W-M-Z-Y. like XWMZY. Maybe there's multiple people that own the company and they're like the CEO's like, you know, it'd be real cool. And I don't know, like they're I like, Hey, know. let's let's take our initials and make the company name and you're like, All right, is that I guess. I'm assuming because I bought this fanny pack for like $20 on Amazon. Oh, it's yeah. not American and probably came from like I a, a know third world country for real cheap, you know? And they're just like, let's just put some. We'll take a picture and we'll put it on our Insta because what the actual hell is that? Let's I'm so put confused. some English letters together. And... English letters? Those are just Latin letters. I mean, like CXWMZY are letters that everybody uses if you speak a Latin based language. Like, and so I just, <laughs> what, what is that? Regardless. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got distracted real badly. That's okay. That I is, looked that down. That's part of, that's part of the BS with the BS. I looked down BS, at your fanny so. back. Winky face. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> your giant fanny back. Um, so how are you? Uh, I'm beat up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Feeling real, real, real sore. Okay, so let's talk about that. You are in fight camp currently. Yeah, for for the fight, no one <laughs> currently fighting yourself. Can we do that? Can we just be like, and today, Shadow Boxer Brandon will compete against himself, his own demons. Yeah. I feel like I'm always fighting against myself. 
I fought against myself yesterday when a customer brought us cupcakes from the Flying Cupcake, and I mm. wanted one so bad. They looked really good. Dude, one of them was a blueberry cheesecake cupcake. <sighs> I know. It was... <laughs> It was the sweetest thing, like literally, literally it was sweetest thing, but it was also just the kind, the kindness of it all yeah. was wonderful. She didn't have to do that. Like I didn't really go above and beyond. I was just chatty Kathy like I normally am. And her and her son just brought us cupcakes for helping her with her car. And I thought that was really kind. Yeah, that's pretty dope. God, honestly, they're from Minnesota and like Minnesota, Minnesota. You can't not say it like that, mm -mm. by the way. You That's how Minnesota. Minnesota. I always say sota. Minnesota. Anyway, all right. So they brought us cupcakes and that was so nice. But I fought against myself that day. So what are you doing in your fight camp against no one? Well, and why is it against no one? Because I, I don't know the story. Uh, Just kidding. I do. But geez. maybe some. Listeners. Well, so they tried to match me up with one person and I said, hell no. <laughs> Mostly because it's somebody I fought before, and it was going to be a hard night out. And I'm currently 0-2, and, and I'm like, no. <laughs> well, also, I think, too, it's not like you're up for You're not up for – it's not like you're not up for a challenge. It's just you have to be very picky about what challenges you're going to take at this current spot in your life. I think yeah. it's been a while since you fought. And so it's like, okay, like I would like to kind of – have somebody that's a little bit more on my speed and what I'm currently working on versus, oh, I'm really going to have to like shift gears in this different direction, which is fine. But I think with that many weeks out, it's really hard to learn new things, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know how it works. Yeah, it's kind of like that. And, you know, and then I, I had gotten offered somebody um, that was a 125er because his guy fell out. And then, like, literally we took two days to reply. And the next day they gave it to somebody else. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to get in shape for this card. And if I don't get a fight, well, cause for me, like, okay, I want to be ready. And I need to kind of always be in that mindset of, just fucking stay ready. So, like, I think I'm going to start adding the extra runs and stuff in with my normal routine, regardless of whether we have rounds and fight camp stuff going on. Just because it is helpful to stay in that 85% range of, you know, like, you never know when you're going to get the call to do something else. As one of my favorite, favorite trainers on the Apple Fitness app, Ty, he's fucking amazing. He always is like his motto is like, "Stay ready, so you don't have to get ready." And yeah, I feel that. That's that's kind of where I'm at with that. So, I'm kind of just getting, and also too, like I like the intensity of fight camp because two things: it's hard to get complacent because you're constantly going. So, like you don't, I mean, you have to take breaks every once in a while. I'm not saying in fight camp, but you do have to take breaks in life every once in a while. But like you don't get the option to take breaks in fight camp. There's not a lot of excuses, and um, I always feel like I get better in camp. Like, it's really easy to just go, well, I don't have to go to class today, or I can miss this class today because I'm, you know, what's the point? What am I going to learn today? But in camp, I always feel like I progress, and we, we tend to work more specific things. What is it that you are doing that is different? Are you drilling more? Are you drilling harder more? Yeah, we drill more. Um 
yesterday after rounds, me and Justin did some like we did like four or five minute like MMA rounds, just light, just setting things up, you know, because we don't get a lot of MMA sparring. We, that's a correction. We get zero. Yeah, so we. I, I get zero, which yeah. makes my heart hurt so much. Yeah. So as I was saying, we don't get a lot of any of that kind of stuff. You know, it's more individualized as far as it's either jujitsu or it's Muay Thai a lot. Which is no, like, I have to make sure that I, I preface it that or backtrack it a little bit because I really love Crew Fit and I think they are, uh, like, Coach Jamie is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, she's such a phenomenal coach. Crew Fit, the entire gym, I just, I love the people there. The training is phenomenal. Like, everything is great. I'm just missing MMA, which... It's fine because she doesn't necessarily like she has you and Justin, but who else is fighting MMA? I would love to, but I just can't right now because work schedule right. and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm currently getting ready for potentially not having a fight, but that's okay. Like I, like I said, I, I enjoy the, the grueling of fight camp and like being disciplined and right now i'm like i'm not eating tacos and things like that you know that i want to eat um so you know whether i fight or not i'm i'm going to be prepared and i feel like it is important to be in that mindset when you know i've got nine mma fights now like two pro and seven amateur you know so like i'm you know i was coach jamie was saying uh, when you were talking about going into B class, you know, you were like, sometimes though, like C class, like you get the guy who, guy or gal that just wants to fight one time and say they did a tournament or whatever and call themselves a fighter. But like, you get the B class, you've got three or four fights, like you're a fucking fighter. You know, like at that point, like, okay, you're doing this because you want to progress and be better and, and, and move forward with fighting. Like, there's no, I'm just doing this because. It's not a bu- like you know like a one off fight for a bucket list. No, like you're a fucking fighter. So like, we're all fighters. Be that <laughs> we're all fighters. Fair, but that's not what we're <laughs> you know. What I'm saying like at that point you're like okay, I, I'm putting the pedal to the metal and I'm putting my goals are in this field. You know, it's not an easy thing. You just go, I'm just gonna casually do this. No, you're either in it or you're fucking not. Yeah. So I guess my question too then for you is once we we talked to Susan Wallace about how she is fighting all the, like she fights so much and I think her she is in the mindset of like I just stay in fight camp basically quote unquote and sure. I say that in light quotes because she's just always training like she basically listens to her body and she's like if I want a pizza I eat a pizza if I want a taco I eat a taco but she doesn't do it all the time. So do you think from here on out you're going to start doing that, especially with us, both of us getting a little bit older. Not much, but a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little. Just a year. <laughs> just, just, just 365 year. days. Um, Do you think that you're going to start just keeping yourself in that mindset? Or are you going, like, how are you going to then move forward with this? Especially if you're going to want to be ready. You know, you keep getting offered fights, whether it be in Tennessee or here. And you're like, yes, no, maybe. Like, you're being picky with them, but you're also wanting to fight. So yeah. how are you going to move forward? I think that's what I'm going to start doing is just staying kind of in that mode. Um, 
maybe I'll still, I mean, I eat a very clean diet anyways. Just every once in a while, I'll say, we're going to do hips and queso or a taco. Did you just say hips and queso? Hips and queso. Chips and queso. No, no. Hips. Hips and queso. Hips Those don't hips lie. Hips don't lie. Mm-mm. Hips don't lie in queso. Um, <laughs> I feel like, though, I'm going to kind of like stay in that mindset and just keep actively training. I mean, I always train anyways, but I think like the runs and stuff like that, the only difference would be like we're not going to have rounds coming up for people that don't have fights, obviously. But... I'm going to try to stay on it because I don't like turning down fights. Not necessarily like usually a lot of times it's like when promotions call me in particular, it's because, Hey, this guy fell out and we got one guy left and we need to fill the spot. And there's three weeks left. And it's like three weeks. Oh shit. Like that's not a camp. Now, if I'm there and it's a good opportunity though, like I would, you know, would like to take those. You know, and one of these days, like, I, I might get a call from a bigger organization. And when you get a call from those organizations, you don't turn them down because you don't know when you're going to get that call again. Yeah. Even if it does mean that you're, like, being set up to be run over. Yeah. Because typically, like, the. You're like, U- just show my face on national television for the love of God. Well, that and, like, but, but you also get generally like the if the ufc calls they generally say we're going to give you a three fight contract right now but you have to fight this guy in two weeks or something jesus you know what i'm saying yep get my ass off the couch montage mode immediately yeah so that's kind of where you know generally you also know hey you might get this call um so you should just be prepared like if it if if your occupation is fighter um you know i'm saying like it that's That's your job as Ken. So my my Ken is fighter, and he came with boxing gloves and a mouth guard. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't need a cup because, like, as a Ken doll, you just, you got nothing there. Correct. But. <laughs> so, you know, occupation fighter, you know, whether you have a full-time job or not, you should always be pretty prepared anyways. And I, you know, like I said, I'm always in the gym. I, I never, unless I, like the time I was sick, you know, with the, the rabid pink eye I had. Um, that was the only time I stayed out of the gym. You know, I was like when I get sick of something because they don't want to get everybody else sick. That's just the way it goes. So I'm always in the gym regardless. But yeah, if something big like that were to happen, you just want to be ready, you know, so. Yeah, I get it. So speaking of ready and coming back into fighting, let's talk about Rose because she this, she moved up a weight class, right? Yeah, she went so to 125. So funny story is like she fought at 115. Mm-hmm. When I was in the kitchen and you were like, Rose went up to 125, I straight up thought you said 145. And I was like, what the fuck? Why? Like, I just imagined Boulder Rose like coming out. and <laughs> She can't like, jacked, move her legs. Like, so heavy. But I mean, even 145 as like a five, what is she? Five, five. Yeah. Five, five. Is not like, that's not that big of a deal. Like, that's probably what I sound like when I say I'm 130. You know what I mean? 133. At 4.11. People are like, are you just a boulder? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. Mm. No. That's I'm not a boulder. Case. You're not a boulder. I'm a mini boulder. Uh, well, so Is am I. Is that just a rock? Uh, that's just the rock. <laughs> I am. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> um, So I watched Rose's fight, which is saying something, and I promised you, and I promised myself, and I promised this podcast, 
then I would start watching more fights. And the reason I don't watch more fights right now is because it stresses me the fuck out for no reason other than I have no control over my anxiety and I'm working on it. But that all being said, I did watch Rose's fight with you and I love, let's just start it with, I love Rose. I think she's an incredible fighter. She's awesome. She is one of those fighters who I look up to because she also struggles with anxiety and she's been really open about it. She even has a therapy dog. I forget his name. I'm so sorry. I will look it up because <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah, I forget the dog's name and too. And it's something really cool where I'm like, yay, I love. Um, but I just really admire a person who can do something that is that brings them a lot of anxiety, especially if it's something that they love and they perform well. And she does, she does such a beautiful job of handling letting herself be in control of her emotions instead of her emotions being in control of her and I'm sure it's really hard and I say that because again I am someone who struggles with that a lot so stepping in the ring was something that I've had to really learn how to or at least work on fighting that nervous energy um and I think she does a beautiful job of that that being said though I don't know how I her fight this last fight it did not look I don't know how it looked I know I know how I think it looked and I think I agree with you where she was smaller than the other girl the quite other a, girl quite was a bit. jacked that doesn't necessarily mean anything though like yeah it, it does to a certain extent though it does to a certain extent well every time Rose hit her it was like punching a solid wall and yeah. when she hit Rose, she was flying back. It's like, you know, she'd shoot takedowns and get stuffed very easily. Yeah. Get thrown off. Like, you yeah. could just tell it wasn't so much a skill thing. It was more of a, Do you think I can't move this girl. Yeah. I also, though, felt like when Rose would go to take her down, it wasn't as sharp as I've seen her go. But maybe that's because I'm looking at it and not really have watched her fights in the last like month or so do you know what i mean yeah like, how do you feel because she did try to take her down a couple of times she i mean she landed a couple good shots and dropped her a couple yeah, times she, and, no and, she like, definitely you know. did and again i preface it this with i've never one i've never fought mma two i've definitely trained a lot but there's a huge difference you know yeah. i do not like criticizing or reflecting on things that i have yet to do so I think it's really unfair for me to be like, her takedowns looked A, B, and C. But I've watched fights. I've watched her fights. I've watched a lot of women fight at 125. I've watched a lot of women fight at 115. You know what I mean? And I just felt like her speed wasn't as on as she normally is. It felt like she just needed to come back. And I think she will just, if she stays at this level she's going to have to make some changes to her game. That's what it looked like. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I because her gas tank was still good. Yeah. Um, her, yeah she was still sure. throwing good combos. I felt like she was just getting stopped in mid-motion a lot because she, you know, that girl was moving and that girl had quite a bit of reach on her. She did have quite a bit of reach. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's where that game changed. That game plan is going to have yeah. to change. For someone like me, if I, like, I know I'm going to have to really be fast with head movement am i going to be able to do that probably not i'm a slow ass bitch i'm also a mini boulder 
we've talked about that. It's hard to move that fast when you're a little little heavier, a little, little boulderier. Yeah, well, I think, I don't know, for her, I think it's also like, it was her first time at 125. Yeah. And they put her against the number three seed. Jeez. Okay, like yeah. your first fight at that weight class. They're like, well, take one of the top five. Like, yeah. That's a, she's number three for a reason. Yeah. So it's like, I okay. want to know how it felt to put on that weight. Like, does she walk around at one? What does she walk around at? I don't know. We got to look up things. Yeah. Young Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like, though, I mean, I know for me, if they were to like, hey, or like, uh, like, like Izzy, when he went up to fight uh, um, Jan Blachowicz for at the light heavyweight, when he fights at 185. Um, I think they said he doesn't really cut, doesn't really cut for 185, and he was he's the champ at 185, so I think he weighed in at like 190 something, so he was under the limit, like he was under 205, or something like that. So it's like she probably walks around in the 20s, yeah, maybe 130. So she only cut five pounds. This girl's probably walk around at 45, you know, and cuts down to 25, you know. So she says that she walks around at 125. So she didn't cut. So she literally didn't cut, which is interesting because I'm like, it's almost like one of those things where I'm like, what it, what you, what I would think I would do if it were me is I would bulk up to 135 yeah. and cut 10. Well, that might have been what she did too. But she didn't look that strong. Like she looked like she was fighting at walking weight compared to the other girl who looked literally looked cut does yeah. that make sense yeah yeah i don't know but, but again i don't know yeah I, this is just my opinion don't come for me yeah don't don't come for us rose we love you we love you i really truly admire she's one of my hands down one of my favorites. yeah she's it's absolutely one of the best those are my favorites um the fact that she like is just so stoic i i want to be that yeah i strive to be that Will I ever be? Probably not. I mean, I have to be on who knows? many sedatives. Maybe. To be chill. Tranquilizers. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, I love it. I'm excited to see her fight again, though. Yeah. I'm really glad that she came back. I'm hyped for her. I, she, you know, she's awesome. She's a fucking killer. So, yeah, she's awesome. Um, so, what about you? Aren't you uh, looking at potentially fighting in December? I am. What, uh, what? Well, wait, September? When? Well, September's a smoker. Yes. But I'm talking about the, uh, December fights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Let's see. I'm looking up. I'm looking up Rose's dog. Sorry. He's so cute. He's a little, he kind of looks like Penny. He's very cute. I can't find his name, though. Oh, Mishka. Mishka. I okay. love it. Mishka Muska, Mouseketeer. He's a Mouseketeer. Little Mishka. I love uh, dogs. Okay, sorry, fighting, yes. <laughs> yeah, December. December 3rd. December 3rd, you're looking at doing, Is it a, it's just a one-off, not a tournament, it's a one-off fight. No, it's not a tournament. It would be a one-off. So the problem is, is that, so I guess it's not really a problem. It's just like a, a thought bubble. <laughs> okay. It's a thought bubble is if I take that tournament, or if, I'm sorry, if I take that fight, that will put me in B class for tournaments. 
Yep. That means that I'm no longer in C class, which is what we were talking about a yeah. few minutes ago, which is fine because hopefully by that time, ooh, by that time, if I get to B class, I'll feel more comfortable with fighting people who I see when I'm sparring. And I told that to Jamie where I'm like, okay, I feel like B class might be a little more technical as opposed to C class, which is just sometimes just throwing pressure at you. Yeah. And they're not quote unquote playing the game. Right. So like I have a very like my strategy will always and forever be get in, do damage, get out. Circle, circle. As Campbell said, one of my favorite Campbell sayings is the ring is endless if you continue to cut angles. And I love that. I, I hear that all the time. Get in, get out. The ring is endless. If you can just keep going in circles, goes to the right, go to the left. Don't back up because if you back up, there is a stopping point. Right. Yeah. It's like the opposite of what light is. Light goes in a straight line forever until there's a stopping point. Oh, wait, I guess it is light. Anyway, okay. So, <laughs> I, um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this. I've had a lot of coffee this morning. You've, had a, lot of, you've had a lot of coffee? I've had enough coffee okay. to make me ramble. Well, that, so, that large coffee I feel like we got was a lot of coffee in that mug. So, I get a large coffee with an espresso shot and an inch of almond milk and stevia. Okay. So, yeah, I, I will fight in the summer in Kentucky, which I'm excited about. Um, but I also had the opportunity to fight in October. But we're going to go see your podcast, This Paranormal Life, in October. Yep. Um, and then also in October, the 28th, is the Irvington Halloween Festival. So I already took three days in October off, quote unquote, and it could just mean my schedule just shifts. It means doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to have to take them off off. Um, but that being said, I just didn't want to ask for another two days off in October. Yeah. Especially on the weekend, which I'm supposed to be working every weekend, which is bullshit. But here we are. Yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah. Anyway, but that's kind of where I am, where I'm like, okay, I guess I won't fight in October, but I will fight in December. And then I'm just going to start taking fights as often as possible because fuck it. At this point, if I'm in B class already, I might as well take as many one fights as I possibly can just to get myself comfortable. I think that'll help a lot with the anxiety because it's the unknown that scares me. I am not Elsa, okay? I am not Elsa. Into the unknown frightens me. I would never sing a song about it. I would cry. Well, also, like, taking them a little bit more consistently than just once a year. Yes, and not having to drive out to Iowa. Uh, yeah, fuck <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Which is why the whole reason we wanted to go to Arizona in the first place is to do the Arizona tournament. But knowing that I could just fight once and then go on a vacation, which I'm hyped about, by the way, now becomes a little bit easier. Sure. And so now yeah. we're going to go to the Grand Canyon. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i looking forward to the Grand Canyon and uh, seeing a bear. So, cool. I don't know if there's <laughs> bears there, but if there are, I hope we see one just for you. But I, I hope mean, it's, like, way off in the distance and not close enough. Oh, yeah, I don't want to be, like, I don't want to be having, like, lunch with it, you know? <laughs> I mean, bears I kind of do, but, Bears like, will I fuck it. you up. No, yeah, and they are so fast. They are so fast. Yeah, okay, so I'm excited. Um I like being in fight camp with you. I'm really sorry that I haven't been able to come to any of your days you fight camp. That's all good. Like all the rounds and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're like 
one of them's a Wednesday and like you're probably on your way there by the time I start it. Yeah, because I don't get done at work until four. Yeah. So and then like Sundays you're working. Yep. So it's like what do you do about it? I mean, you can't you know, it's okay. Um Yeah, I uh I just make sure that there's nothing tempting in the house except for those cupcakes that I froze, but we're forgetting yeah. about them. Well, we forgot about them and those are our treat for after. <laughs> um maybe if I don't fight At least, you know, we could say that the quote-unquote fight day, we could just have cupcakes. Yeah. And uh, that would be a good little treat for, oh, we didn't get to fight, but look at these cupcakes. And donuts. And donuts. Oh, Ice my cream. God. I, okay, just just kill it in sugar. Um, Have you met me? Yes. Just kill murder, it in sugar. Murder the sugar. I love sugar. I know you do. I love sugar. It's my favorite. Sugar. Like cotton candy. I will fuck up an entire bag of cotton candy. And one time, okay, so when I went and saw Jurassic Park for the first time, best day. But at our movie theater, they could give you, I would get a large Hawaiian fruit punch That's and so a much bag sugar. of candy. I'm sorry, a bag of cotton candy. And well, I would eat it and drink Hawaiian, Hawaiian fruit punch. punch was pure sugar. Yes. <laughs> And when that T-Rex came out, I looked at my brother's girlfriend who was with us and I said, I think I'm going to throw up. And she goes, oh. And then she asked my brother to switch spots with her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah. She didn't give a shit. She just was like, oh, I think your sister's going to throw up. Can we switch spots? And he's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I did not throw up. Good. But I was, the anxiety and the sugar was not mixing well. That's neither here nor there. I don't know what that phrase means. Okay. So moving on. So fights, fight camp, all of that is awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. It's uh, it's good. Um, I think we did a good uh, revamping of what we're going to do with the podcast too. And uh, yes. our discussions of what we're going to do as far as because we recorded our last podcast with Eric. We did that at John Emard's house. Emard's. Emard. Emard. And um, it's French. And so that was and that was really good it. because that that was like, I mean, again, shout out to John. He's the man. He uh, is the absolute. He's man. the coolest. He is the coolest. Like literally, I just he's so cool. Yeah, and uh, he let us. I mean, he he basically did like he basically young Jamie'd for us, yeah, which was awesome. He he did all the the uh, the diagnostic stuff and like. Let us know time frame and stuff like that. He even took pictures for us. Like he did. He was killing it. What a king. Again, I owe him we owe him like twelve cases of Wemac. Yeah. And I'm fine with that because Wemac is hands down my favorite Sun King beer. Yeah. So so uh, you know, I, I felt like we did a we did a good thing there. So I was recording there. It was it was a really nice studio he's got and like yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. I can't I'm say no good things about him. So, so it was really cool. Basically, probably starting the first of the year. We will come out with a lot of content for you that will be a little bit more consistent. I know starting, and I think I said this before, starting um, like a new job has been chaotic in my life. And I it's I thought Mondays and Thursdays would be nice to have off, but it just freaking, it messes up my schedule and my routine so badly that it's very confusing. So I'm working on not working weekends. Um, we're working on it. If you know a place who will pay me enough to come and work 
at a shop and is willing to teach me things that I don't know and not work weekends. Hit me up. <laughs> yeah. We'd like to be um, away from the weekend work and, you know, competitive pay. I think for me, too, it is it's such a crucial time for me to actually spend quality time with you because I keep complaining that I'm, I miss you and I miss spending quality, unpressured time. Does that make sense? Yeah, because it's hard whenever it's like, okay, we've got a few hours on Saturday and then you got to get up for work the next day. Yeah, that is really, really hard. And it is, it's, and if, even if I were to have two consecutive days in the middle of the week, then it's you having yeah, to get up. Yeah, then the I got to get up at, so, yeah, early. So, yeah. Really, the drive in movie theater is completely out of the question until I stop working weekends. And that really hurts my heart because I freaking love it's the drive in. Probably the best way to watch movies. It's hands down the best way. And so. once we went and saw Life of Pets, and I actually brought the pets with us, and that was a good day. Yeah. It was really fun. Uh, the last time we went and watched Fast 10. So. Oh my God, that's right. That was so freaking <laughs> awesome. We watched Fast 10 and Fast 9. Yeah, we watched both of them. That's the best way to watch the Fast and the Furious saga is yeah, at in the drive-in. Hell in a car. yeah. Hell yes. If y'all want to come and watch Fast 10 2. Fast 10 2. Fast 10 your seatbelts is what it should be called. And I will die on that hill. I'm angry that they didn't call it that. I don't know what the fuck their problem is. I'm angry. Damn it, Vin Diesel. <laughs> Toretto. So today we're going to run trails. Yep. For Benjamin. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for sticking with us because I think you just like us. Yeah. It's wild. I, I, we really enjoy it whenever like I had a friend from high school. Shout out to Eric. Uh, said, hey, man, just, just waiting on the next BS of BS. Here it is, Eric. This is for you, buddy. Yeah. We appreciate you. We appreciate anybody. Seriously, like. Anybody listening, you message us and say, hey, man, great episode, or we, we appreciate your content, or, like, if you share our shit, you know, or any of that stuff, like... Oh, yeah. Like, we really appreciate all those likes, all those all those comments. All, uh, if you rate and review us or anything like that, it's really helpful to us, and uh, it's nice to say we're not just, t- just bullshit in the wind, and, you know, and people are actually paying attention to what we have to say, it's so... It's kind of wild. It truly is weird when people are, like, like weird in the best way, you know, like... That was that's amazing. When people are like, "Oh, I listen to your podcast," and I'm like, "You did? Like what?" It's <laughs> wild to me. Yeah. So, to all of you listening, I will not name everybody's name because I know I'm leaving people out. But we love you. We love you so much. Thank you. And you know, like B said, share it with your friends. Share it with someone. Um, just we're we're about to turn this podcast upside down and inside out. What? <laughs> I thought you were going to finish those rap lyrics, but you didn't. You just said, what? Uh, I just, sound effects, really excited. <laughs> um, yeah, we're about to actually, like, really, I'm excited about the future for this. Um, but we can only keep going if you guys, you know, start helping us out, sharing it, all that stuff. You guys have helped us out so much already. I know I hate asking for it. I hate being the PBS person who's like, without you for a dollar a month you can (laughs) patreon will definitely be our next step i i want to put more content out on there that also means that i will have to work less hours which means i'll have to make this a sustainable way to make money so you know we're gonna do it we're gonna do it we're gonna do it all right you guys are amazing thank you thank you thank you we love you and we can't wait to talk to you next
Thanks, friends. Bye, Goodbye. Guys.